and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight? I'm feeling adventurous, Jeff. How are you? Well, I think the way you put it is perfect. I'm not going to even attempt to one-up you there. So tonight, we get to talk about something that I'm super excited about because it's something that I have absolutely no experience with. So tonight's show is about bucket list travel. We're going to talk about sailing the Rhine, the Danube, and the Seine rivers with an Adventures by Disney River Cruise. And I promise you, once you get the opportunity to do this trip, you're going to want to make sure you sail all the rivers over and over. It is amazing. I've sailed Disney Cruise Line personally. There are some people that are listeners to our program that have, and there are some people that have not. I've obviously never sailed Disney River Cruise Line. So tell me about the ships that make up that fleet and and what they offer. And I think that's the big thing right off the bat. It is not a Disney Cruise Line River Cruise ship fleet. Okay. Disney Cruise Line back in 2016 began a partner with Ama Waterways, a super award-winning river cruise line in Europe. That's where we find all the river cruises. And Adventures by Disney partners with AMA. So we exclusively take over various AMA waterways ships for select sailings to create an Adventures by Disney on board. Okay, so for those people that have listened to our shows before, we've we've had shows about Cruise Line, we've had shows about Adventures by Disney. This is using that Adventures by Disney umbrella, so to speak, but it's cruising on the river. It is. And again, it's different than a land-based adventure by Disney, as we call them, because those are going to be 40 people with two adventure guides. The river cruises are going to be up to 160 people with eight adventure guides, because again, you're you're taking over the entire ship, where when we're land-based, we don't take over the entire hotel, except in a couple of instances. Okay, but they're making up for that by giving you more personnel that can help guide your trip. Exactly. Tell me some differences about cruising through Disney Cruise Line versus what this experience is cruising on the river. We'll start with the biggest one, river versus ocean. So if you're somebody who's avoided cruising, first of all, stop avoiding it, get on a ship. Mm. Um, But those that avoid cruising tend to do so because they're worried about being out at sea and the rough weather and people who are afraid of being so far from land. A river cruise is, as its name implies, on the river, not in ocean. So you don't have the waves, you don't have the level of motion, and typically you can see land on both sides the entire trip. And not only could you see land, honestly, it's so close that you make out great detail. It's not like when you're cruising into Nassau and you're 100 miles out, you see this little speck on the sunset. (laughs) Parts of these cruises, the enjoyment is sitting up on deck and sailing along the river and seeing everything on the riverbanks. Not only is it gorgeous by day, but I took one evening to sit out there. And as you're going through some of the major cities and seeing everything lit up and the offices and the homes and all the bustle of the city is just incredible. But the real big difference is going to be in the size of the ships and the number of people. So if you are sailing on the Disney dream or the Disney fantasy, you're looking at a ship that has 
1,250 staterooms and 4,000, up to 4,000 guests on it and 1,450 crew members. When you're looking at a river cruise, the crew and the guests combined are less than 20% of the crew on a big ship. Again, it's about 160 people. Typically, depending which ship we're on, you're going to find that there's somewhere between 65 and 80 staterooms. So a much smaller, more intimate feel. So 160 people total plus cast. 160 guests. Oh you gosh. do have your servers and your crew on top of that. But you're looking at about 200 people on board. Now, you mentioned, you mentioned Disney Cruise Line. For those people that have been on a Disney cruise or if you've been on any cruise, those numbers are staggering. Right. One hundred and sixty people is a is a very, very small, intimate group in comparison to our large ocean liners. Even the Magic and the Wonder, which were our original ships and are the smaller ships, carry up to twenty seven hundred guests. And the new Disney Wish that we can't wait for will be up to fifty four hundred guests. This is one hundred and sixty guests. Yeah. Less than we have in any one dining room. That's very awesome. All right. Well, you mentioned dining rooms, so let's let's talk about dining. We're going to talk about food, Jeff. That's unusual. <laughs> it for doesn't us. sound like us at all. So, dining is a big difference. If you've sailed on Disney Cruise Line, you know that they are known for their famous rotational dining. Three different main dining rooms you rotate through each night, different themes. Your servers go with you, your table mates go with you, you're assigned your seating, and there's lots of other food options on board. Again, because the ship is smaller, not as many options, but still amazing cuisine. There is one main dining room. There is an opportunity to eat at the chef's table, which actually is a separate dining room with multiple tables in it. And then you'll find that in the main lounge, they have different snacks and light bites available at various times throughout the day. So certainly not the large quantities of food, but again, certainly never went hungry, just like an ocean cruise, order as many items as you want off the menu. If you want three appetizers and two main courses, or you don't like your main course, or you finish too quickly, they're going to be right there asking you, would you like something else? <laughs> and the answer, of course, is always, yes, I would. I would like, I would like whatever else is on your menu, please. Just keep it coming like a turnstile at, at a major event. Um, I know one of the things that people that are really, really a fan of, of this type of a vacation, a cruising vacation, part of why they enjoy the experience so much is the entertainment that is on board the ship. Talk to us about the entertainment options that are on board these river cruises. They're certainly more limited. Again, we don't have the big theaters. We have this main lounge or salon that you'll find you spend a lot of time in during the day. You might Go there in the morning for a cup of coffee because you're not ready to go to breakfast or you take the coffee up on deck. But this lounge is where you're going to meet daily for the daily briefing of things to know and do. And it's where they're going to have the entertainment. So they do bring different people in into various ports. The nice thing is that somebody can join them in one port and get off in the next. And they can actually take a cab home because the ports are geographically very close together, unlike flying from island to island. So some nights you might have a musician that comes in. One night we had an ice cream making class, but some of it is also just 
Disney Adventure Guide-led activities. We had a karaoke night. We had a trivia night. And there's an option, honestly, they've got a game room to play kind of board games and card games and things of that nature. It is not the spot to find Broadway-style shows like you find on the ship. Okay, and that's an important distinction. Because when we talk about Disney Cruise Line, that is what we're talking about. So we don't want to miss, you know, misconstrue the experience for anybody there. I think you have to go into it with a different mindset. It's not an ocean cruise. It's a river cruise. It's about seeing the ports. It's a very much more relaxed vacation the way that I look at it. Um, a phenomenal experience as well but a different experience. So it's all about setting your expectations and knowing what you're going to get. So you had mentioned that that main gathering space where at the beginning of the day you get your itinerary. Obviously, this is really rooted in, I'm guessing, the ports of call. So talk to us about that. It is. And one of the unique things about Adventures by Disney is all of their in-port excursions are included. Other river cruise lines will include some basic ones and then have an upcharge for other ones. Obviously, on Disney Cruise Line, you pay for excursions. But here, your price is going to include everything and a choice of phenomenal excursions and a lot of very unique excursions. One of the other things with a river cruise ship, again, I was talking about how close together some of these cities are in Europe. And river cruising is very big there. And they have kind of sidewalks that go the whole length of the river. And so the river cruise ships also carry bicycles. So some people might opt to only do a morning excursion or an afternoon excursion and simply bike along the river and bike into town and kind of see things a little bit differently. Let's break it down as specifically as we can. You want to choose this type of an adventure, this type of a cruise. Where can you go? So right now, Disney has three different European river cruise offerings. They're on the Rhine River, the Danube River, and the Seine. And while there are no Disney stops along the way, you're, again, not going to a theme park. This is Adventures by Disney. It's not about the park. It's about the experience. One of the things that I've done is with the Rhine and the Danube, you can, depending on your direction of your cruise, because typically with river cruising, on the Rhine and the Danube, you go in one direction. So you start and stop in different cities, where on the Seine, you're going to start and end in the same city. So the Rhine and the Danube give you an opportunity to be in Munich. And again, if you're a big Disney fan, it's not going to come as a shock to you that Munich is the perfect spot to add an extra day and head to Van Nystrand Castle. Mm -hmm. That castle that inspired Walt to put a castle into each of the theme parks. Interesting. When you're Very sailing cool. the Seine, you are not far from Disneyland Paris. So a great add-on while you're over there as well. Obviously, as I said, I've never done any of these before. I've never even done a river cruise in America before. So you That know. makes two of us. <laughs> there has been no Mississippi paddle boats for me. But you have done an excursion like this so that I, and I know you've spoken glowingly about your river cruise how you you've loved the experience I was on the Rhine uh September of 2019 absolutely loved it I will be on the Danube September of 2021 um, and that has been a major bucket list trip for me so I can't wait to go here's the question I have for you you know you, you talk about how it's it's not a Disney owned cruise line 
it's an Adventures by Disney experience. So so why it, why choose Adventures by Disney rather than do another river cruise that is planned outside of the Disney umbrella? That's a great question. And I, I will say sometimes people say to me, oh, it's going to be so much more expensive. First of all, it's really not. The value on the Adventures by Disney River Cruises is amazing. But the Adventures by Disney River Cruises are for people that want that level of service. They want those upscale excursions. So to give you an idea, you could do the identical ports on an AMA cruise that is not in partnership with Adventures by Disney. And when you do that, you will find on board one, what they call hotel manager. And they're phenomenal people. This isn't anything against them, but there's one of them. Mm They're the person that's answering everybody's questions. They're the person that's giving the daily highlights. And then they're sending you out. With Adventures by Disney, that is our ship-based person. And they are our AMA person as our backup. But we have eight adventure guides with us. So we're getting more personal attention. They're being our photographer. They're coordinating. They're going on the motor coaches with us into the city. They're pointing out these highlights that you might not see on your own. And again, I think there's something to be said for the same people being with you for seven, eight days that get to know you, your family, and really are going to say to you, Sandy, go to that coffee shop, not that coffee shop, because you're going to want the such and such that they have there. They get to know very quickly who loves what and how to really individualized parts of the experience for different people. My question for you that we haven't discussed, it's a Disney experience. Are we finding characters and and other Disney touches on this, on these river cruises? We are. They're pretty minimal. Um, They're going to be there because we're all looking for them, kind of like our hidden Mickey. For example, when we arrived at the ship, there was out in the lounge was a mini snack reception for people. Everybody arrived at different times. And so there was a sheet cake that had hidden Mickey's in the corner and on the tray surrounding the cake, instead of regular butter cookies that they would put out for their other sailings, the cookies were Mickey cookies. Um, again, it's an adventure by Disney. So every day you're going to get a pin of the day for your lanyard and your pin is going to have that Disney touch. It is Disney. So it's all about celebrations. People do these cruises for birthdays, anniversaries, graduations. They've got special adventure by Disney celebration pins. But again, those Mickey touches are more limited. I would also say our trivia night had a good number of Disney trivia questions about movies. And again, keep in mind now what a big umbrella Disney is. It's not just Disney. It's Disney. It's Pixar. It's Lucasfilms. It's ESPN. There's so much that comes into that umbrella. So, but it's not the type of thing where, just like we said before, you're not booking this experience to stand in the, in the main dining hall and get your picture taken with Mickey Mouse. That's not something you that's getting offered definitely here. are not. But one of the things that also sets this apart from some of the other river cruises, while Disney doesn't own the ships, Disney worked with Ama Waterways when they started to build the new ships that we would be sailing. And typically, river cruises skew to an older age bracket. And Disney created 
family-friendly river cruising. So you will find staterooms that connect, which is unique, staterooms that hold three people, that's also unique. And again, we have that junior adventurer program. So there are teen and tween-based activities. There are younger children-based activities. You've got that adventure guide. But we also have adult exclusive sailing. So if you're looking not to be around children, this is a great opportunity. But again, you can go on the ship and be in your 40s and not feel like you've brought the average age down by 30. I was in uh, Disney's Aulani very, very shortly after it opened. And I've been to Disney's Vero Beach Resort. Neither one of those is anywhere near a theme park. All right, Vero is closer, but it's but it's still a drive to get to the theme park. And the attention to detail and the customer service that was provided at both of those locations was so far and away above what anybody can ask that even if you are not a Mickey Mouse person, which I don't know why you'd be listening to this if that's not who you are, but maybe you're going to travel with somebody that isn't a Mickey Mouse person. I can promise you that if this river cruise, as Sandy has sworn to me and is telling you today, is any resembles anything close to what either of those experiences that I had in those places that are nowhere near a theme park, then a person that you're traveling with, whether they love Disney or not, will absolutely walk away from this experience just blown away by the attention to detail that the cast will have on the cruise. And that's it. It's that detail, and it's that detail in port. It's... The tour of Heidelberg Castle, the tour of the Van Gogh Museum. Um, we go to the Porsche Museum in Givarni in the gardens so that you can actually feel like you've been where these famous artists were centuries ago. Seats at the Vienna Boys Choir, um, going on to Normandy and really hearing the true story of no of Normandy in the way that only Disney can tell stories. So really getting steeped in the history and the culture of these phenomenal areas. Okay, so we've given the rundown. What did we missed? What else do we need to know about these phenomenal experiences? Well, before I do the what, what do we need to know? I'm going to give you the absolute highlight of my Rhine cruise because <laughs> everybody should experience this. Here we go. And it was what is known as the Rhine Gorge. And again, at the beginning, I said to you, when you're sailing down the river, you're so close to the riverbanks. And there's an afternoon on the Rhine where you sail the Rhine Gorge. It's a three, three and a half hour sailing. And you just continually, you're up on that top deck. We had a nice little bottle of wine from one of the wineries. We were at that morning, relaxing. Look out to your left, look out to your right. They've given you a guide. And in that three and a half hours, you will pass 30 castles along the riverbank. If you're a architecture person, if you're a want to live out a princess dream and understand castles, it is just among the most breathtaking experiences. Um, you can see parts of the Rhine Gorge on our Facebook page. We also have a day-by-day -day vlog of the highlights of the Rhine on our website. I'll put a link in the show notes. I'll be doing it again when we go to the Danube day-by-day -day highlights. For me, again, if you've listened to the show, you know that my father doesn't fly, but my father was actually born in Germany. 
And part of the section of the Vine Gorge, when I had been posting on Facebook during the trip, one of my cousins posted and said, you're going to pass this town tomorrow, which is where your grandmother used to go to camp. And so through the amazing technology, as we were getting close to it, I FaceTimed my parents in New Jersey in so that they could do part of the Rhine Gorge in the section of Germany where my grandmother had been. My father left Germany when he was a very young child. So probably about 60 years, close to 70 since he's been there. Um, but to be able to see that old history. So for a lot of people, if you're a person who's worked on your genealogy, European roots are huge for people in this country. You may also have that extra connection, which makes the trip extra special. Very cool. Very um, cool. The one thing to know is these are European river cruises. So Europe is behind the U.S. when it comes to ADA compliance and accessibility. The ships are, again, much smaller, as we pointed out. So typically, depending on the ship, you're going to have three or four decks of staterooms. Again, about 20 rooms on each deck. So not a lot of rooms, not a huge ship, but great opportunities. But you need to be pretty mobile. For instance, if you can't do any stairs at all, you can't get up to the pool deck. There is a pool deck, obviously, so it has a pool with a swim-up bar, lots of lounge chairs, lots of shade. Even to get to the dining room, the dining room, you can take an elevator, but it's three steps down from some of the main floors. So a little bit more in the accessibility, it would be extremely difficult to do one of these tours in a wheelchair or a scooter. Mm -hmm. However, for somebody who finds the size of the ship walking from the theater to the dining room, which is football fields, this ship is so much more compact that you can be anywhere in about three minutes, regardless of the speed that you walk. So that's a nice bonus. They have some great Oktoberfest sailings. So those are going to be adults only, some extra beer tasting, wine tasting, great opportunities to see different things. And new in 2022, on the Seine River, they've partnered with National Geographic. They're going to be offering some special photography cruises. Interesting. So lots of different things to meet everybody's hobbies and needs. Well, you know, a, a wise woman once sung, the water's always changing, always flowing, but people, I guess, can't live like that. Well, Pocahontas, you are wrong. People can live like that. We can go on one of these wonderful experiences. Sandy, thanks for taking the time tonight to explain to me. You've always spoken so highly about this experience, and I hope that everybody listening tonight really took that to heart as it's one of the things that you're incredibly passionate about. Thank you. I would love to talk to people more in depth about it, and I'd love to have some of you join me on the Danube in the fall. A uh, quick programming note on our part. Uh, next week, we're coming at you with another edition of our Cast Chronicle series, where we interview Sarah, who works in the Disney costuming department. And in two weeks, we'll talk with Sandy as she steps off the plane after visiting Epcot's 2021 International Flower and Garden Festival. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any of our other shows, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.